millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A feel-good loss and a feel-bad win? Only in Toronto. It's your Yahoo Sports Canada daily podcast for Monday, November 4th. But first, sports. Good morning. Welcome back to Monday. The clocks are turned back. The Mariah Carey Christmas tunes are coming forward and climbing the charts. And we are firmly entrenched in November. Now, the first weekend of the month offered plenty to talk about. In the world of sports, the Raptors had an Eastern Conference final rematch. The Toronto Maple Leafs turned in a successful but somewhat concerning performance. Denis Shapovalov reached another final to continue his late-season ascent up the rankings. And the second half of the NFL season saw a couple firsts on the year. Finally, but first, the Toronto Raptors had their biggest test of the young season with a date against Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks on Saturday of the game. It started off, I would say, exactly the same as the Eastern Conference Finals themselves did. The Raptors opened things up in a huge hole early on. The Bucks, and you have to give them credit here for this, the Bucks came into this game in an extremely high gear. It looked every bit the kind of game that the returning players from last year's Bucks team spent all summer planning for and worrying about. Milwaukee absolutely on fire throughout the entire first quarter. And the Raptors, on the other hand, uh, were not. They missed what, what seemed to be every single shot they took in the first corner. They were down by as many as 26 early on. They only scored 17 points in the opening frame, but they made a game of it. They brought the game all the way back to a four-point deficit at 196, but it was too tall of a task to finish off the full job. There was one Raptor that was strong through it all and carried him through the hardest section of the game early on. Who else... It was Kyle Lowry. He looks he looks like 2016 Kyle Lowry. He looks like uh, the Kyle Lowry over everything Kyle Lowry. He had the 36 points. He still has the fastball when he needs it. The pull-up three and transition was like the only offense the Raptors could count on for stretches of this game. Eric Bledsoe probably having flashbacks to last season. It was a great Kyle game. It was not... A great Pascal Siakam game. Probably his worst game of the season to date. He finished with 16 points, 5 rebounds, and fouled out in the fourth quarter. That's becoming um, not a habit or a concern for Pascal as much as it is something just to keep an eye on early in the season. He has had some foul trouble uh, fairly consistently through the first few games. Uh, and he, he, he continues to be the focal point offensively, and he takes on the tough assignments defensively. Uh, staying in games is going to be paramount. For him, if he is going to be the capital T, capital M, the man. Speaking of him taking on tough assignments, future Toronto Raptor Giannis Antetokounmpo had 36 points, 15 boards, and 8 assists. He looked 
every bit as dominant as that stat line sounds. He even said after the game he had a lot of motivation to play the Raps, you know, after they uh, robbed him of the chance last year to play in the final. And when we're talking about Giannis and the Raptors, this is actually a legitimate thing. John Hollinger of The Athletic said that Toronto is likely to be among the most aggressive suitors for the reigning MVP services should he enter free agency in the 2021 offseason. Every Raptors fan I know responds to that news with, yeah, obviously, Giannis 2021. Start the campaign already. Uh, Raptors fitting to be suitors, but not until uh, taking the loss on Saturday night. A bit of a light week for the Raptors in action. It sure seems like their schedule, it's, it's pretty spread out to start the year. Sort of a not a lot of... Uh, action for them early on they've got a handful of days off they next play on Wednesday at home they host the Sacramento Kings the Kings two and five to start the year while the Raptors sit at four and two that is Wednesday in Toronto from one team losing but taking a lot of positives and a comeback loss to the exact opposite a team winning in a comeback but leaving plenty of room for fans to question what exactly is going on the Toronto Maple Leafs who else would fit that description. They scrounged together two points on Saturday night against the Philadelphia Flyers in a shootout 4-3 win. Went 11 rounds. That shootout took forever. Uh, John Tavares still not ready to return, and Jake Muzzin missed this one as well with what was referred to as personal reasons, and things started out okay. The Leafs had 72% possession after the first period. Kasper Kapanen walked the defenseman for a goal. And after one, the shots were 12-5 in favor of Toronto. The rest of the way, the Flyers, on the second half of a back-to-back, mind you, outshot the Leafs 35-14 over the next 45 minutes of action. Now, I am not in the business this morning of singling out individual players, but oof, Cody Cece had some head scratchers in this one. And the duo of Austin Matthews and William Nylander, they played poorly enough to get split up near the end of this game as well. Just uh, too many penalties, an issue that continues to come up over and over again over the last couple games. They've taken five or more penalties, get this, in six of their 15 games and have given up 13 power plays in the last two games combined. That is asking for trouble. And all that being said, just a reminder, the Maple Leafs won this game. <laughs> Mitch Marner, a great individual effort to tie it. Frederick Anderson, very solid down the stretch behind a leaky team. Uh, Travis Dermott looked fine. Jason Spezza finally scored. See, it's it's not it's not all bad. And if this isn't the perfect sign of where these two franchises are within the eyes of their fan bases, the defending champion Raptors more or less laughing off a revenge game that meant a million times more for the rivals than it did for Toronto, and the Maple Leafs on the other side being met with a sigh and a head shake despite winning without their captain and most dependable defenseman. It's almost too perfect of a comparison. Uh, the Maple Leafs have the night off. They host the Los Angeles Kings on Tuesday night. The Kings off to a real rough start, real pain. 5-9 and nine to start the year, 10 points in their first 14 games. There was... A little more good news from Maple Leafs on Sunday. An 11-year-old fan went Leafs Twitter viral for a little bit Sunday afternoon after a post about his birthday. Apparently, none of the invited friends showed up for 11-year-old Leaf fan Cade's birthday party. The tweet about it was shared all over. He received plenty of comments from the Maple Leafs themselves. 
And for all the hockey Twitterness of hockey Twitter, sometimes good things still happen on there. It's nice to be reminded of that now and then. And happy birthday to Cade. The biggest talking news of the weekend, it was a tough one to watch. Ottawa Senators forward Scott Sabrin injured in an ugly collision. He lined up David Backus of the Bruins, who was like a truck, tried to hit him. They ended up knocking heads, and Sabrin was out cold before hitting the ice very, very hard. It was a gruesome scene. He was stretchered off. The latest update from the Sens was he is expected to be ready to leave hospital on Sunday evening. We did not get another update on that, but... Uh, Sounds like things are going to be okay for him. Scary moment and an ugly reminder of what can happen on the ice at high speed. You're regularly scheduled. Here's some good news. You're regularly scheduled. Good news from Canadian tennis. Denis Shapovalov made the final in the Paris Masters. It's a Masters 1000 series event. He lost to Novak Djokovic in straight sets. But the birth in the final, it continues a great late season run for Denis. He increases his ranking as the year winds down. That's his first final in a Masters 1000 tournament, coupled with his first ATP Tour win at the Stockholm Open last month. Shapo has made his way up in men's tennis rankings. He is now a career-high 15th in the ATP, and after a challenging middle section of the Tour schedule, he has found his groove down the stretch. Hopefully that bodes well for his 2020 season. When you consider where we started the year, Canadians ranked in the top 15 in the men's side and the top 5 in the women's ranking. Very impressive. A great spot for Tennis Canada, especially when you add in Chapo, just 20 years old still, and Bianca, just 19. The future of Canadian tennis looking bright at the moment. And finally, it was week nine in the NFL, and we got a handful of firsts. It starts with the Miami Dolphins. They finally won their first game of the season. Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Finns. They beat the New York Jets 26-18. They moved to 1-7 on the season. The Cincinnati Bengals now remain the league's lone winless team. They remain 0-8. They were on bye this week. And another first, the Baltimore Ravens handed the New England Patriots their first loss of the season. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens went basically wire to wire in this one. They beat the Pats 37-20 in the Sunday nighter. The Pats moved to 8-1, heading into their bye, leaving the 8-0 San Francisco 49ers as the only undefeated team remaining in the NFL. Other winners in Week 9, the Texans, Eagles, Chiefs, Steelers, Raiders, Seahawks, Chargers, Broncos, and of course, your 7-2 Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. And that is all for today's show. A whole weekend worth of action. And now, you're all cut up. You can start your week in peace. A whole new week of sports on the way. I'll be here to talk to you about it tomorrow morning and every morning all week long. That is it. Go forward and have yourself a great start to your week. Enjoy your Monday. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.